Welcome to the final season one slash end of Dark Kingdom story arc episode of Love and Justice, the super serious Sailor Moon podcast. First, very importantly, next week we're going to have a super special guest star on the podcast, Sheremy Lee, aka the voice of Sailor Venus in the new Viz dub. It's basically going to be an all-around Sailor Venus special, but we will be discussing parts of the codename Sailor V manga and also episode 42 of the 90s anime, which was never dubbed into English back in the Deke days, so Sheremy is actually the first person to officially play Sailor Venus in English in that episode. Though I have no doubt there's a fan dub of it buried deep within the darkest corners of the internet. But enough about next week. This week we're discussing episodes slash act 13 and 14 of Sailor Moon Crystal and the manga respectively, episode 49, aka the final act of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, and episode 46 of the 90s anime. And while all of these episodes are pretty great, I think we can all agree none of them are as amazing as the rock anthem the Deke Dub created for the final showdown between Princess Serenity and whom we've lovingly deemed Beryl Talia. Person high five. I yeah. think it's just so insane. I don't know yeah. why it's so fun. It's just like they're just they all just decide that it's time to like line up for a big gay high five. Like, yeah, we did it. The thing oh, is that man. like watching it's it on just the hands. Yeah. Like, you're just seeing all but, the high five. But the thing is that like watching it on Crunchyroll, they don't have the <laughs> sub, they don't have like the American subtitles uh, for, for the, the lyrics of the theme yeah. song. So I actually have no idea what the lyrics of the theme song are. Uh, well, here's I cool. hear I hear fall in love. Fall in and love. The, da, 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 the interesting da, da. thing is that that opening theme is sung by all of the Earth High All of the Sayers. All of the And the ending theme song is sung, sung by, by the, bad the guys. Conquest Club. <gasps> and the lyrics, which I just paid it, because if you Ooh. watch it on uh, if you watch it on Funimation, they have mm. lyrics for the theme songs. Mm. And I was paying attention uh Last time I was watching it, and the lyrics for the ending theme mm. are from the perspective of of Ken, of Ken from Ken Digimon. From Digimon. <laughs> from Digimon, yeah, the, and, and the student it's council about, president, yeah, and he's singing it about Atsushi with Boy Mercury. <gasps> and like, if you listen to it, the chorus is like, "I miss you," and it's like. And it's like all these different Aww. lyrics about like I feel all these feelings, but I can't Aww. tell you. You smile at him, and it makes me sad. Oh, oh. oh my god! That's what I'm saying. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, it's the yeah. gayest thing that ever I made. Know, I, I, I love it. I more of it. Already <laughs> loved that closing song, and now, now I love it, love it more. even more because I really want. Boy Mercury and Ken from Digimon to work it out. I, <laughs> I think that's what's gonna happen. But at the very end. But at the very it's end. Gonna, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like a, I have to save you with love. Yeah. And you've loved I don't, me. Kind of like, kind of like in a less 
gay away, obviously, but kind of like how Ken from Digimon became one of the good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah the that's end. right. Like yeah. the power yeah. of love, like yeah. set free. Just like it's, it's a less gay love. Yeah, only yeah, only this time it's gonna <laughs> be on Digimon. Right, yeah, on Digimon it's less gay, but this time it's gonna be soups gay, <laughs> super gay, the and gayest. I'm and I'm excited about that. I know, like I want it to be as gay as possible. So beautiful. That's what I want. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, think the show is going to shy away from that. I know, I don't think no, so I either. I, I think I'm going to get exactly what I want. I don't think so either. Unlike uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, which I feel is shying away a little bit from some of the like sexier scenes. Uh, mm. Like for example, in uh, episode 13, after so like at the end of episode 12, she like stabbed herself. Right. But then in episode 13, we're like reliving that a little bit, and she has like a little bit of a flashback, being like all these things from when I was on the moon and the princess. And there were two things they cut out of that that I was very upset about. Um, number one is there was a great Minako Kunzite scene yes. in that flashback that they cut out that oh, I was I super that. upset about. Um, basically, uh, Minako has a flashback to herself being Sailor Venus and the princess has just come back. You know, she's doing the walk it's of shame. Walk of shame. Yeah, she's doing the walk of shame the next day. And Sailor Venus like pins her down and is like, you snuck off to the earth again. You have a lot of responsibility. You need to like start getting your act together. And uh and like Kunzai like overhears this conversation. He's like, oh, it must be tough having a bundle of curiosity for a princess. Yeah. And then she's like blushing and hitting herself over the head. It's really cute. Yeah. She's like, I mean, because I got <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I have to. Um, I, I gotta go. I gotta meet Jim Stencil. <laughs> I gotta go. You know Jim Stencil. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. I mean, that's basically exactly what happens. And then there's more flashbacks to like the princess being on the earth. And then there's one. There's one frame in the drawing where like she and Prince Endymion are clearly both naked. They're in the bone zone. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it's like the post bone zone, but like yeah, it, it's it's the zone. afterglow. Yeah, it makes me it makes me a little nervous that and especially because they didn't go there in Petite Etrangere, makes me a little nervous that they're gonna cut the sex scene out of uh this next mm. season like next story arc of Sailor Moon. There's a sex scene? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they like get it on on Mamaru's kitchen floor. Oh, sweet. It's really? Pretty, it's pretty hot. Uh, see, I, haven't gotten there, I haven't gotten there in the manga yet, so I, I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, they have like very they have, relevant they to They have like interests. a real grown-up conversation about their relationship, and then they have sex on the floor. And then they go to Pound Town. Yeah, it's <laughs> It's super awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, oh, because... Sailor Moon Crystal and the manga kind of take two acts to wrap up the story. We're actually going to be talking about both episodes 13 and 14 and acts 13 and 14 of Sailor Moon Crystal and of the manga, respectively. We're talking about episode 46, Six. 46 of the yeah. 90s 40, anime. 40 too many. <laughs> 40 fucking too many. And yeah. The 11 billion, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> and the final act of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, which is episode 49 and is sadly going to be the last time we talk about oh. Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon within the sort of main content yeah. of this podcast. Yes. Any other time we talk about it, it's going to be like a filler special episodes. or a filler. Oh. I, I mean, we'll talk about it again, guys. Because yeah. as previously discussed, uh, it's my favorite version of Sailor and Moon. There's, there is such a beautiful special act. Oh my God, the special act is amazing. Is that the special <laughs> act where everybody gets 
Mary? That yeah, where well, it's where uh, it's about Usagi and Mamoru's wedding, right? Yeah, right. and uh, that was the birth of little Ricky. That's where <laughs> that's the saga of of the name uh, of little Ricky. Yep. And that's where the the nicknames began. Oh yep. man, yep, that's where it began. That's where the monster was born. <laughs> yeah, giving people dumb nicknames. Yep, that's all right. But anyway, uh, before we get into this, it's so nice to see both of you sitting across from me. We're, we're all in the same room Emma. for once. I know. Who is this sitting next to me? <laughs> She looks like someone I remember from long ago. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting something uh, important. Oh, uh, that's relevant. Uh, <laughs> it is it's relevant. Kelby. It's, it's me. It's Kelby. Remember? Oh, yeah. oh wait. We have oh. to have a moment where we like simultaneously remember her, and then she'll like blink back into existence. So yeah. like, pretend like you're shopping for basketball shoes. <laughs> yeah, and then one of you needs to record right. a pop song. Exactly. I, I'm recording a pop song. Yeah. I've got my no, hand. No, you got the headphones. Yeah, I've got my anyway, hand on yeah. my headphones As we right know, now. I buy a lot of basketball yeah. shoes. Well, you're tall. So you obviously play basketball, obviously. right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm recording my pop song, right. and I'm like, wow, look at these and affordably like priced basketball really shoes. Wistful. And I'm laying in and a fetal position a in a subspace area. Well, you were in Vegas. Night. I was in Vegas. <laughs> That's almost the same thing. And then we just have a moment. It's like, wait oh a second. God. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Someone I thought I could never forget. Someone who's really important. <laughs> It's oh like, my god, it's Kelly! <laughs> and then we all run dramatically. We run, 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 run. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and we sit down in front of microphones and, re- and record this episode. Oh, and man. somewhere along the way, I picked up a PBR. And I got a glass of wine. Of course um, you did. Yeah, exactly. I well, I mean, you know, basketball yeah, you got store. that at the basketball shoe store. They gave me this in the fancy recording studio where I was recording my number one hit single. So. <laughs> That's how LA rolls, people. Oh, wow. People hand you booze everywhere. <laughs> Just everywhere. And all I have is this fancy case of gel pens. <laughs> Draw yourself a drink. I yes. will. Um, so that was a uh, reference to the ending of this episode of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. But you know what? I want to talk about that last. Um, yes, because yeah. Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon Crystal actually have a lot of similarities. And it's amazing. So let's get the 90s anime out of the oh. way first. <laughs> yeah, let's just vomit that up. <laughs> and then we, our stomachs are empty for good food. Oh, I have to be honest. I didn't totally hate this episode. No. This um. This is the one thing that I, I do have to say is um, with, this is finally the episode. It's when it started, it was driving me nuts. But right. the second half of this episode is actually, I would argue, the reason everyone thinks that they liked the nineties anime. 90s. I mm. because I would their agree. brain takes them to this, right? Yeah. Especially if you saw the Deke dub and oh, that yeah, badass yeah. song Hold was on. playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have once we get to that part of this episode, I have an amazing contribution. Okay, I've got some extracurricular activities. Same, because well, I I watched the Deke dub. Oh, I went nice. back and I watched it. Find it. I watched it on the thing you sent me. Oh, I already um, lost that. Oh, well, I'll find it for you. But yeah, I uh, I watched I watched it. Uh, in its regular cut, mm-hmm. and then I watched the Deke dub because I had to. See, I was gonna like, try to go find to. the Deke dub, but I found something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, you got. Yeah, no, this this uh this I had a, I did have a moment at the beginning of this episode. If you hear sounds in the background, I believe Indiana Jones is trying to <laughs> dig through the floor of a library <laughs> to find a dead knight, or they're just redoing they're the redoing hallway the floor. in uh, the floor of the hallway in the main hallway of the apartment building that Lola and oh. I live in. You know, <laughs> they were done with that stupid floor. What else they, do they need were? To do? They're digging up a dead knight to find the Grail. I'm yep. sorry, it's just like wait, what what time is it right now? 
Uh, it's the evening. It's eight ten. Why Pacific are they time. doing construction right now? Oh, look, that, listen. There's construction. There's sirens. The librarian <laughs> called the cops on Indiana Jones, who was trying to find the night. That's who sets the fire to scare the rats. Oh, Deal with it. Oh, um, my God. Wow, I derailed everything. No, uh, no it's okay. okay. Um, I did notice um, <laughs> I had an epiphany on the opening credits um, because, of course, even though this episode's really heavy, they mm-hmm. started with the same ridiculous Wacky shit. music. I wrote that too. Uh, also, if we really take a look at the um, the thing, like in the credits where Mamoru's like flying on a horse, I made a note that says this credits look like Tina Belcher's binder became self-aware. Because <laughs> it's like hot guys flying around on yeah, horses. That sounds um, about right. And it's like a wacky theme. Um, and it's like, yeah. It completely it, takes you out of the moment. It takes you. It absolutely entire, does. And it's the same, um, like, you have to kind of wade into an episode before it gets yeah. dark because they just like didn't think kids could handle it. I guess but so. obviously we can because this is the episode that's imprinted on everyone's brains, right. especially with that sweet music. And mm-hmm. the interesting thing about the the Deke dub is that when this episode happened, they they also do like a today on Sailor Moon, this is what's going down, but they yeah. had a more like ominous Somber, music. sad, yeah. like music and fitting, even, oh, I don't know, the tone of right. the episode. And even the narration above it was like, that was the voice actor who played Sailor mm-hmm. Moon but even her delivery of the summary was like today we are like like she's like right. this is gonna be serious business right. it guys. wasn't like it's gonna go down today on Sailor Moon I fight to the death against Queen Beryl all my friends were unfortunately already murdered yeah <laughs> Which is what the Japanese yeah, basically. does. Well, yeah. I mean, literally the uh. first thing I wrote about this episode, besides the why is the wacky music still playing, was, oh, all the girls are dead and Beryl's still kicking it with her crystal ball. Yeah. Though I will say that this episode has 100% confirmed for me that Beryl can see, like, what's going down on the earth or wherever yeah. in her crystal ball. True. So once again, yeah. that brings up the, why doesn't she know that Usagi is Sailor Moon? Yeah. Unless it's yeah. like... Cute I or Defense, Defense Club, Club Love, where their faces are, are obscured Lord. all the time. Um, I don't know. There was there. It's just like very absurd. There's I don't remember what comedian it is. There's a comedian who has a bit about newscasters that go back and forth between the wacky story. Where oh it's like, yeah, yeah. Today a squirrel was on water skis and ten people are dead in a railway accident. <laughs> Coming right. up, what food makes you fat? Someone was murdered. Like it, the theme is like you know like. It's like just the wacky thing, but it's also got that like da 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 right. da 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 dead mamaru. Right. Yeah. Well, you're like oh yeah oh uh, uh. yeah. I mean, that is literally what happens at the beginning of this episode. And then it's like, so number one, Beryl is like viewing Sailor Moon in her crystal ball, like right. tripping out in a field, being sad about right. her friends' deaths as she happens upon the crater of doom. Right. And but. I was under the impression watching this episode that Beryl then actually used the crystal ball to summon Sailor Moon she does. to her. She does. she does. And if she was going to do that, why bother killing all yeah. her friends? Yeah, just kidnap her. Just yeah. yoink her. Just I mean, yoink it. The only explanation I have is that maybe like you have to get a certain amount Distance? of closeness. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that too. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe. So yeah, she's summoned to like Beryl's evil crystal ball chamber and evil Prince Endymion is there. Here's the thing. With his laser eyes. No, no, no. But why is he always dressed as Prince Endymion when he's like in the Dark Kingdom? But earlier he was just like kicking it as evil tuxedo mask. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, is Barrel changing his clothes? Does he just have like a wardrobe hiding somewhere in the Dark Kingdom? I mean, she, she bought a bunch of outfits. She just dresses him up. 
I mean, maybe today that's... I want you to be a cowboy. Maybe that's why he keeps going to that spooky tanning bed. Is because like it changes his clothes for him. Oh, it's like a really big transformation pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it takes a lot of time. Okay, right. well, okay. because the technology in the Dark Kingdom is not as up to date. Uh, right, uh, right. Or Kingdom. it's way up to date. Now it's a three D printer that just makes new outfits. <laughs> All you have to do is lay there, and it just takes yeah. in your body's wah, measurements wah, 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 and prints wah, 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 new clothing wah, 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 on you. <laughs> But I did write that, like, for the first time, he actually seems threatening as a bad guy. Yeah, finally. He actually lands some hits. Yeah. He causes some pain. Yeah. He's cool. He doesn't just, like, sit nearby <laughs> and be like, I will taunt you. <laughs> and throw black roses. Yeah. Though he does throw a black and rose. And it right. does something. But it finally does something this time. Yeah, it, like, splits into vines and, like, wraps her up. Yeah, no, because it's, like, cute. Yeah, it's like yeah. a torture machine. Yeah. yeah. But um, before he does that, he has a sword, and he actually tries to cut her hand yeah. off. I know. That was pretty cool, actually. But he <laughs> uses a... I wrote actual sorting sword. Yeah. yeah. And then he, like, he kicks her. I know. I wrote that. Oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, he kicks her in the stomach, and then he tries to strangle slash electrocute her. Because yeah. he's, like, strangling her in the air, but simultaneously electrocuting her. That's yeah. scary. Like, it's he great. Gets, he was he really good. hella violent. Yeah. He's a scary bad guy. He was really scary. I mean, this, this endymion to yeah. me was, like, just as scary as, like, Mamotalia yeah. and also evil tuxedo mask in the manga and in Crystal. But he's not sexy like, like that. Evil right. no, or Mama Italia. Um, <laughs> You're the only one who thinks Mama Italia is. That's sexy. fine. It's more for just more you. for me. More it's, for me. It is just you. And How? you're the only two who think that regular Mamaru and Pretty Guardian is hot. Let no, me have that. No, one. that is not true. I will go on the uh, internet and I will find you ten other people who are, think Baby's hot. There are at least ten of us. <laughs> <laughs> there are at least ten of us. Fine. You know, you know who probably thinks that Mama Italia is hot besides me? Who? Devin. No, she probably I will does. find she Devin might. and She'll we probably will talk find him about attractive. It. Are you are you attracted to Sloth from Goonies? Because he also makes weird faces and hunches around. <laughs> uh, side note: You just had to ruin it for me, didn't you? You <laughs> fucking bitch. Devin is <laughs> yep. is our friend who is a makeup artist and a cosplayer and also cuts all of our hair. She's wonderful. All of our hair looks really great today. It does. By the it way. Looks oh, except so for mine. Good. I've been in a car all day. Also, mine is short now, so we're just a table full of short-haired ladies. Yeah. <laughs> All the short hairs. Nice. All of it. Uh, uh, yeah. So that was the other thing was like Tuxedo Mask or evil Endymion, really, because he's in the Endymion costume. Right. All of a sudden is like a really effective villain, which begs the question of why didn't he use any of these tactics before? Is it just like he has to be in the Dark Kingdom for all that stuff I to work? Guess. I guess. That's the only excuse uh, that I can uh, think of. I don't know. That's the I, only way I can yeah. explain it. No, there, there is yeah. no other reason. Right. Yep. Um, and then in the midst of this battle, Beryl starts to try to make Sailor Moon like feel bad about herself where she's basically like, your friends all died for no reason. Uh, and meanwhile, and she's like telling Endymion to cut off her head. And so he's like attacking her, blah, blah, blah. And then she kills him with her tiara? Question mark? Yeah. Oh, I made, I made a note that I thought, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. No, it was great. Her tiara spins and she like took it and just spun it at his guts. Yeah. yeah. It was um the thing that it reminded me of and I the show went downhill so much, but there's a really interesting moment in the season of True Blood with the mm, fairies mm -hmm. uh or, or with the with the the goddess from the past who's like 
possess the whole town. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she tries oh, to gosh, take yeah, over. The, like, evil Greek goddess, yeah. Bacchanalian and, monster person. Yeah, yeah. and she tries to well, take over. S- time. <laughs> she tries to take over Suki's mind. It's before we know Suki is, like, a fairy. fairy. And she tries to take over Suki, and Suki, like, hits her, and it, like, Oh, that her is right. Across the room, and, and we're like, whoa. Whoa. And Suki's, Suki's like, got some sort of powers. What happened? And that lady's like, are you and it's like yeah. the, it's this really cool moment and that's what I felt like watching this is yeah. I feel like it was just sort of like finally you know, she tapped into this really amazing thing it yeah was cool it was way cool no it was it was really cool uh but he didn't die. I, no. I did write it was unclear as to whether or not he did because initially right. it seemed like he was just gonna yeah, kill like over he dead. Was dead but then that I would have been so, so on good. board with yeah, it that great. was what killed him yeah it's just ripping him open with her tr that would have yeah. been cool what? that would have been so yes. badass but no he's like now suffering and because apparently he got electrocuted by the tiara i don't know i don't know all of a sudden he's like in a tremendous amount of pain and then he's still trying to kill her and she whips out that like locket well, but she doesn't whip it out it literally takes three seconds he has a reaction and suddenly she just has it yeah. It's that same thing well, we talked about in the filler we, episode where it's like, boom, it's just there. Yeah. Well, I thought we already established that she kind of has this negative space in her bra because she's able to produce <laughs> oh, yeah. crystals out of there, yeah. too. That, so At it least popped out like yeah. a yeah. dispenser. At yeah. least in um, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, like they established that like the center jewel on her um, like outfit on yeah. her Sailor Fuku is like able to like store conjure stuff because she like conjures the moon yeah. wand out of mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, yeah, so all of a sudden she has the locket in her hand. Yeah. From and her boob vortex. From her boob vortex, <laughs> from her past. And it's that Play-Doh locket. It is. It's the Play-Doh locket that they have but first in. of all, it's not a locket because a locket has room for pictures in it. This right. is true. It's like a music box you wear around your neck. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. That is literally what it is. But I did really like that moment of like him, the music and like the emotion that they share around yeah. the locket is what like kind of yeah. busts I, him out of it. I did write. Okay. So she tells him, she tells him in her like pleading speech to him. And I quote, you've been poisoned by bad energy to which I wrote. That might be a slight understatement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds very Scientologist. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but I, I you know I love making this show it, about Scientology. Yeah, I know. We've established that. Um, and it was very 90s that, like, it redeemed him and she didn't have to kill him like yeah. she yeah. did in the manga. Which, of course, that was written in the 90s, too. But I feel like 90s television, at least in the U.S., was a big time of, like, redeeming villains. And nobody yeah. can use direct attacks. Like, if this had been made by Americans, like, Mamoru's sword would shoot energy blasts. He would never yeah. actually yeah, cut anybody with it. Yeah, he would never cut it. anyone. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I did. I did like that it worked mm-hmm. and they connected. I, and I thought I cute. actually teared up a bunch when we're seeing like a montage of them and yeah. all of a sudden yeah. it's him as a little boy but her as an adult, adult telling him it's gonna be okay right. I that was so sweet loved that. That, that was such a good moment I really don't remember was. that from watching it when I was younger uh, I choked I, up I'll explain I I'll explain to you what they did to that footage later oh, oh, in the oh, when we get to, oh yeah, I will, 
I'll tell you what they did with that. Oh, All right. God. Tell okay. me I'm counting on you to be the ending act of this episode of the podcast. Oh, I'm girl. Gonna be like, tell me all about the ding dong. Girl, I got it. Don't <laughs> <Okay>. even worry. <laughs> I have it. I got yeah. it. Super. Um, but anyway, moving on to the regular, continuing with the regular uh, 90s anime ending episode to the first story arc. Uh, so he gets like revived. Queen Beryl gets mad. She's like, if you'd married me, you could have been king of everything. And once again, you don't really get the impression in the 90s anime that she's in love with him. It's just no. an arrangement. Yeah. It is. It's a it's an arrangement for the sake of having power, much yeah. like, you know, marriage was basically originally intended for. It was a business right. agreement. Right. Um, and that's that's absolutely what's going on in the 90s anime, at least from Beryl's yeah. perspective. Now, I get no sense of affection. Here, here's the thing about mm-hmm. that. So she gets pissed. Yeah. She whips out like a crystal spear or something. Oh, yeah. I wrote it was he, like a giant dark crystal. He throws a rose. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it shatters. shatters. It shatters it, the crystal. First, it fucking stabs her. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it stabs like, her in the chest. Well, it, shatters her, chest. it shatters her spear and then stabs her, impales her in the chest. Yeah. Like, finally, the roses do something. That's literally what I wrote. It's like, <laughs> the rose is finally useful. <laughs> Yay. Like, why were you doing that the whole time, buddy? I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on with Endymion slash Tuxedo Mask slash Mamoru in this episode that I'm like, why didn't we do this before? <laughs> right? <laughs> you could have been a legitimate character instead of a joke. You could have <laughs> yeah. been a contender. Um, but, but one thing that happens when he like takes out barrel and that thing shatters is that he gets hit by shrapnel yeah he does he gets crystal shrapnel all up in his body yeah so that's how he ends up biting the dust as yeah. he protects usagi yeah. again from to the which, shrapnel to which i wrote how many times in the 90s anime does mamaru die or get seriously injured like <laughs> taking a blow for usagi because <laughs> right. it's at least Four to seven. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Although then I got very frustrated because instead of having a, a, a goodbye scene where like it got really deep. No. The lines are, well, he's dying and he says, find yourself a cool boyfriend. And I she know. says, and she says, nobody's cooler than you. And then he dies. And I yeah. was like, fuck off. Uh, I have to say, I actually sort of disagree on that. I actually thought that was kind of cute. I mean, it's it's very they are teenagers, and it is a very teenagery kind of moment. I I think there's like they could have done I know. A, a teenagery thing that was a little deeper. Well, and also it doesn't touch on their like epic like past love story right, either, which right. I did which I did have a problem I, with. Yeah. I would have preferred something like I'm always having to leave early yeah. and have her be like I know. Yeah. I feel like it could have had a little more weight to it. Yeah, I agree. I and I, I actually think that it might have played off better as a joke if that is something that they had established between them earlier. But like yeah, they yeah, literally they hated each other until like, like episode 39. Yeah. So <laughs> give it something that's a callback yeah. as opposed yeah. to just like out of nowhere. No, yeah. I no, I agree. I I stand I I see your ways now, Lola. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to have your own opinion. No, but I, I think your opinion is valid. Um yeah, yeah so basically in the midst of right before this conversation goes down, Beryl basically just like turns into like a ghost. She and uses, floats through the floor. She uses like the spooky stage door to be yeah. like yeah. and exit. 
Yeah. Yeah. So and she floats down into Metalia's lair. Right. Uh, Usagi decides now that literally everyone she loves is dead because of her, uh, that she's not going to run away anymore. Yeah. Oh, finally. Yeah, I know. I mean, just literally yeah. all of her loved ones had to get killed. It's no big deal. Yeah, But right. she's finally decided she's ready to fight. Well, it's good to know the where, where the limit is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then Mer- uh, Beryl merges with Metalia. Yeah. And becomes Beryl Talia. Which I wrote. Which I wrote. I was like, I kind of like Beryl Talia, but why is she like 900 feet tall? Yeah. And why is this happening now? Agreed. You have before. to make it like, Again. oh, you're grieving Mamaru. Now you're the perfect vessel. It's just sort of like, hey, Beryl. Yeah, what's up, Metalia? It's time. It's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do this This thing. would have made much more sense in Crystal or in Pretty Guardian where Beryl was in love with Endymion. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, like if this had gone down in Pretty Guardian, like in the scene where Beryl is like yelling at the princess that like you always take everything that's yeah, mine, right. even Metalia, and then, like and then Metalia was That'd be, oh, I got chills. Game guys, on. guys, I'm covered in chills thinking Game about on. that right yeah. now. Um, but Metalia was already destroyed at that right. point. It's, just, so. like, it's the same thing of like, they just, nothing is related yeah. to what's happened before. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and this Precisely, it's giant. like why, it seems that she could have just possessed Beryl at any time. Yeah, been So giant. why now? Is it because like the silver crystal is so near and like Sailor Moon's right. finally like yeah. ready to and use it? And they have so, to tell us that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it wouldn't take a huge explanation. No, it, it wouldn't. really wouldn't. I mean, we've had like 20 minutes of exposition via crystal ball like for the last 27,000 episodes. It's, right. like, it's this simple. It's this simple. Beryl, now that the silver crystal's close, it's I time. can possess you. Yeah, I have the energy. Cut to her being, uh, I wrote, I thought I was very clever. Yeah. I wrote Dragon Ball B. <laughs> for Beryl. Nice. <laughs> I very I good. was so tired last night. I don't even remember half <laughs> those notes. That, uh, that, I remember that seeming very clever yeah. last yeah. night. Yeah. So basically, uh, Beryl Talia attacks Sailor Moon right. and then while appearing out of a giant evil artichoke. Yep, I, that I happened. thought it looked like Audrey too. <laughs> it does kind of look like Audrey. Too. It's true. She literally is like born from an evil artichoke, and she's huge, <laughs> and she has giant hands, and she's green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and her hair sticks straight up again. Very confusingly, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Defies gravity. I don't know what's going on and there. then she attacks Sailor Moon. But then, like, here's my thing. Okay, so this like ice crystal like bursts up from the ground and creates like a platform that Princess Serenity is yeah. suddenly standing on. Yeah, and that on. was cool. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was like, is that like in, because you know how in the manga and in Crystal, like when she and Endymion are apparently dead and the silver crystal like encompasses oh, them to them? protect them? Yeah. That's kind of what I thought was going on with that like ice yeah. platform. Um, I just remember really liking the visual of like attack, smoke clears, oh shit. Yeah, no, Princess it was Serenity cool. is here. No, like this, that was rad. This battle was really cool in the Deke dub. Yeah, you know why? The music. The fucking music. Oh, uh, such a good song. Yeah. Though, With okay. that sweet guitar solo. So even though I like this battle, this brings up the thing I hate. One of the many things I, I know exactly tremendously about the 90s what anime, you're going to say. which is why does the silver crystal kill you? Yeah. Like, basically, in the 90s anime, the Phantom Silver Crystal is like a Hail Mary. It's not a legitimate weapon because apparently, if you use it, you're just going to die. Yeah. The end. It murder lurtles you. Yep. 
We see, yeah, we see Luna saying, no, she can't use the crystal. Yeah. She'll die. And my response is, what the fuck did you think she was going to do? Yeah. yeah what what is, would she, like, what, what else, else did she, she have? Yeah. What else is she going to do then? She has no choice at this point, Luna. It's either like Sailor Moon uses the silver crystal and potentially dies, because apparently that's what happens in the 90s right. anime, or the entire world gets destroyed. Which would you prefer? I think though, we could sacrifice though ourselves. Though I will say that Metalia is so much less threatening in the 90s anime than she is in every other version. It's very true. Because in every other version, she like encompasses the world in darkness and the people become like Zombie angry rage, and they yeah. start fighting each other, much like apparently happened in the past during the Silver Millennium when she did like possess the people of Earth and mm-hmm. turn them all into bad bad guys a la, you know, the Shitano and stuff. Yeah. But in the 90s anime, her power like invades the Earth and all that happens is the power goes out. Yeah. And she <laughs> describes it ominously at the beginning as the sun will be covered in dark spots. Yep. Like a banana? (laughs) (laughs) Like the sun is like rotting or just slightly overripe? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, this whole thing of like, oh, Sailor Moon's gonna die. No, she won't. No. Yeah. So she has her battle with uh, Beryl Talia and she's feeling like, oh, I can't do this alone. And then like the spirits of the deceased Senshi all come to her aid. I have like a vivid memory of where I was sitting mm-hmm. in front of the TV. I remember the case from the video store mm-hmm. sitting on the ground watching the moment <laughs> when all of the senshi mm-hmm. yeah. put their hands on, on the, the crystal. On, on the, the wand. On yeah. The wand. yeah. The and the power just like rockets out yeah. of it and her like dress whips. Like it, it is one of the most profound moments yeah. for me. No, it's, it's great. It's so Good. But I will say, however, uh, you might be going to the I same place be, that yeah, I am. I might be. Are you talking about when uh, she has her like memories of her conversations with the girls? Yeah. And literally every single one of Boys. them is about a boy. And it's dumb. It's terrible. And you know what is interesting is that the Deke dub actually took the opportunity to to like have it be like just words of encouragement of like, Aww. you can do this. We believe, yeah. I believe in Mercury's you. Mercury's is like, don't worry, I'll help you study for classes. Yeah, yeah. It's like all these really sweet memories. And even even Ray's flashback isn't mean. It's <gasps> just like I mean, it's it, she's teasing her in the right. in the flashback, but it's still even like a like yeah, a friendly statement. It's not about boys, it's about It's not Usagi. about boys. It's <sighs> a, yeah. Cause I mean, in Sailor Moon Crystal, she has a similar sort of vision of everyone. Everyone has visions of her, but their visions aren't her like giving them advice about boys. It's them being like, hey, Minako, like you don't have to do everything by yourself anymore. Right, right. Ray, you're so beautiful and wonderful. I don't see how anybody could think you were bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, also, earlier when she's grieving her friends, the thing that she regrets mm-hmm. is she says they all died without kissing the boys they love. I wrote that down too. What? I'm like, why well, is it about, about the boys? They are dead. And you're exactly. like, oh man, they never found a man. Right. Not yeah. like, oh, they no. never had a great career or, or fully realized their potential as one of the strongest, most powerful women in the universe. Yeah. They never got to like rule a planet. Right. right. Yeah. No, they, yeah. It, it made it about right. boys. You're absolutely right. Is the, um, as atrocious as the voices are in the flashbacks in the Deke dub of like her friends giving her yeah. encouragement, yeah. the words are much better. Yeah. They're, yeah. Totally. They're much more like encouraging and, and yep. you know, strong. Yep. 
Uh, so she gets the aid of all of the spirit senshi, which that, that part ghost. was actually really good. I did actually write Ooh, that I liked yeah. the Jedi ghost senshi. Yeah, I like that too. And they use the power of the silver crystal and they blast Barrel Talia away. And then, of course, like the silver crystal breaks and Usagi dies ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, her eyes go blank and right. she collapses. And back in 90s anime, that meant that, that meant, like, something horrible mm-hmm. went down. It's so true. Yeah, like, it's so true. That's why I was like so worried in Sailor Moon Crystal when the same thing happened to the yeah, girls, when Natalia yeah. hit them with that energy. I was like, oh, no. Oh, what? they're no. dead. No, no, no. no. Yeah. They, haven't, they haven't like used their, sacrificed their powers and yeah. revived the princess yet. What's yeah. going on? Well, and it's because in, in all the 90s anime, as soon as you lost the sparkles and the pupils, that meant that you were dead mm-hmm. or yeah. in a coma or something. Or surely you mean in another dimension. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you're right. If it's America, you're in another dimension because yeah. you're not you're not dead. You're in another dimension. Yeah. You got banished. Or yep. You're in the negaverse. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. And, and Beryl gets torched. Yeah, she does get She's torched. Gone. And then no one uh, has memories. No, we exactly. We get like a voiceover and the whole world is enveloped in white light. And then, yeah, everyone uh, is just living their lives exactly mm. the same way as yeah. when they started. Yeah. And they don't know each other. They don't right. know each other. They don't know. I mean, literally, it is a repeat for Usagi of the opening scene of the yeah. anime yeah. where she comes down and she's running late. And, and like, there's no character evolution. Mm-mm. Nope. At all. Whereas in the manga, she comes downstairs and is like, I'm off to school now. Yeah. And it's on time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was in Sailor Moon Crystal as well, yeah. where like her parents are like, Usagi, wake up. And she emerges and she's like, what? I'm totally ready, yeah, to, ready go to, school. to go to school. Yeah. Yeah, but we do see in Crystal she anyway, she forgot to do her homework, right. which was cute. But you know what? It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. She's up. She's up on time. She's upgrading. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but surely, we're going to we're going to get there. Yeah. So, yeah, I did not. I do not care for the ending of the 90s um, yeah. anime. Well, didn't it end that way because they weren't sure if they were continuing? You know, I I was trying to research that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, Sailor Moon was planned to only be a six-month run. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think they knew they were getting another season. But, you know, the manga would come out just a couple months before, like, the anime series episodes were. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like, oh, we're going to buy, you know, Nakatakiuchi time to write more stuff for us to follow by, like, resetting the clock mm. and then Alan the whole Alan on yeah. business. Okay, so the and manga then, was coming out simultaneously. Basically, yeah. All right. Yep. And then in yep. the... And then, but the anime was just like, nah, we're whoa, just going to use it as a guideline. It's a new day. <laughs> That's right. Whoa, whoa. It's, it's a, a new, new day. day. Yeah. So Twinkle, the 90s cut. The scene that you like where Usagi visits baby Mamo in the flashback. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No, here's the thing. Here it is. And you know oh how in God. there, how in, in the original cut, first he's a kid, then they cut yeah. to her, and then they cut back to him, and, and he's, he's a an grown adult. Up. Yeah. Right? It's a metaphor. Adult, a right, teenager. Right? So Fine. what happens is they cut to... <laughs> They cut to Mamo in the bed, like grown Mamo in the bed, all uh-huh. bandaged up. And then that really cheesy song is playing in the background, the new day song, right? Whoa, mm. whoa, it's a new day. Wait, and they tagged that on the end? On the end, on the, the end. Episode? On the end. And her song is standing there and she goes, hi, I'm Serena. I'm a hospital volunteer and I'll be helping <gasps> taking care of you. Wait a second. Pause. Pause. I remember that. I remember. 
remember that. <laughs> oh, That's my. how they introduced yes! those two. Yes! Because <laughs> in the anime, he's not, we don't like see him in the hospital afterwards. We see him walking down the street because he died like the rest of them. Right, right. So we just see him walking down the street and then Naru's like, hey, he's cool. And she's like, no, he's not. He's a jerk. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, because so, in the Ooh, in the deep they dub, they, that to they be took that how those that's a meat cute. Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. So he has like legitimate amnesia, whereas the rest of them have just like that kind of general magical induced amnesia. Yeah, I guess so. Wouldn't it suck if they all woke up that day and like rebooted, <laughs> and he just stepped in front of a car? <laughs> and was like, whoa, that's weird. I almost had a dream. Hog slam. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. So like in Ew. the in the in the deep cut, they completely remove that footage from where it actually is and tail it on the end. And she's like, "I'm a hospital volunteer, oh, and I'm here to take no. care of you." Oh, no. <laughs> but she looks so sad. I know. No, they cut footage to her like smiling or something. They took what was a beautiful moment, a rare beautiful moment from the '90s anime, and turned it into a mockery. Gross. Up until that point, the deep dub was doing really well. Oh, they they couldn't let it go on a good note. Nope. Um, so I, when I was going looking for the deep dub because I was going to do what you did, uh, yeah. and I just. Like I said, I did not get a lot of sleep. <laughs> I opened a show last week and I also am working a lot. So my brain is still figuring out how to like function. Um, but what I did find was an 11 minute cut of the standoff against Barrel with the the senshi like yeah. saying their, their attacks and mm-hmm. like contributing their power. Yeah. In multiple languages. Oh. The best version in terms of the dub voices, mm-hmm. German. Wow. Uh, the German, the scouts sound like they yeah. are about to fuck shit up. Like you're like, oh, I watched, man. I watched some Digimon Ooh. in German when I was in it's Austria. Good. And it was great. <laughs> Seriously. Um, the Germans do a great job dubbing anime. <laughs> oh, man. All the girls sounded amazing. Um, so I decided that if we could just to create the perfect version, mm-hmm. if you took the U.S. music... The German Me- voices. German yelling and Mexican barrel and put them together, oh, you would nice. have the best adaptation. Uh, art department. <laughs> there you go. That. You heard it. That. Right Get there. Make it. a note. German yelling, U.S. music, <laughs> Mexican barrel. Or you could just watch Sailor Moon Crystal, which is just better. <laughs> just overall. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh. So episode 13, which mm-hmm. is part of the 13, 14, wrapping up the first storyline arc, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically relive the suicide from the end of the last episode. I write Ugh, all the feelings. Yeah. Uh, the music is so good. I was just crying. Yeah. And, um, and this time is when we got to have Usagi's real speech about like, it doesn't matter. We're, we'll be reincarnated again. I'll find you in the next lifetime. And uh, so sad. It's really um, sad. Yeah. And this is where those um, scenes from the manga that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast right. got cut. And I was sad. Uh, but I still enjoyed the little montage they mm-hmm. had. Yeah, there was a there's, sad love montage. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of theories and nothing is confirmed. But the fact that it didn't happen in the um, the 90s version mm-hmm. with the suicide is that um, there was uh, the suicide rate in Japan was so much higher. And uh, there were 
were yeah. cases in the news of lovers suicides Oof. that the reason that they made the dark forces kill them is so it was about uh, the follies of war instead of um people taking they themselves did, out right. they didn't want to set off right. like some like craze i get it yeah. that's like in um pretty guardian sailor moon how they always die of hand holding yeah, exactly. Just repeatedly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Drive by slashing. But I think it's important. <laughs> by hand holding. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, and I like. I think that I was gonna say I like the suicide. I, That's not. Accurate. No, but no. but I do. But I think I, it's no. I get what you it's mean. It's important, I get what you mean. and yeah. I think it really makes this the most tragic. Yeah. Well, because I mean, you're seeing, and I mean, she really does fight tooth and nail to. She does everything she can think yeah. of to try to get him to not be evil mm-hmm. and she decides there's nothing else I can do. Mm-hmm. I ha- I have to do this. This is the only choice I have left. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, the, the senshi all arrive and they're already dead and they're like, right. Oh no, we were too late to stop our past from repeating itself, which is something we see a lot in, um, pretty guardian sailor moon as well. Yeah. Though in this episode of pretty guardian sailor moon, it's, uh, in order to stop our past from repeating itself, we're going to have to make a really hard decision. Yeah. Whereas in this, it's like, no, this can't, what, what right. can we do to fix this now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, basically they're like looking on the dead bodies, mm-hmm. apparently dead bodies of yeah. the prince and princess, the silver crystal uh, grows up around them yeah. to protect them. And then Metalia like swallows them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, it, I and in this version, it was somewhat clear to me that the reason Metalia was like able to like get free of whatever was containing her was because the silver crystal. Yeah, was I right definitely there. thought that. I thought it was oh, absolutely. Silver crystal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also just like with all the sadness and the mm-hmm. and the um, trauma of yeah. what was happening, the silver crystal like became more powerful. It did. It totally so did. I felt like. It was very clear that yeah. it was because of that that Metallia was. Yes. Well, and the fact that also that um, the vulnerability of like the people who had been like, uh, 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 you don't get this crystal. Right. Were mm-hmm. not being like, no, 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 you can't have the crystal. Mm-hmm. So she was like, yeah. don't mind if I do. Yeah. Yeah. Nom, yeah. nom, 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 Yeah, nom, I think nom, that's nom. exactly what happened. Well, and then, uh, and then after that, the Senshi are like, okay, we got to sort this out. Yeah. Because they, I think... I was under the impression that after the silver crystal grew, that they went, they're not dead. Like, I felt like in the manga, they thought they were dead the whole time. And I felt like in Sailor Moon Crystal, it seemed to me that they were pretty sure they weren't really dead. I don't know. I, I like read it as they were, they were in dead. denial. Yeah. I read it as like, I don't want to believe they're dead. So yeah. I'm going to assume they might be alive. All right. right. All right. Yeah. But I think, I think. Either theory is yeah. valid. I just felt like there was more talk of them being alive in Crystal than there was in the manga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where in the manga, I I thought they were dead. <laughs> right. Um, and then <clears throat> Luna and Artemis go to the moon. Yeah, and Luna has this really sweet flashback to her and the queen, like telling yeah. her to always, you know, protect the princess. And basically, uh, further flashback of like. You know, if you're the people you love are ever in danger, like you come to the crystal tower at the center of the moon palace and mm-hmm. like offer up a prayer to unleash the power of the moon, the moon. itself. Yeah. Um, which is, of course, powered by the silver crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so Luna and Artemis go to the moon and the rest of the Senshi are like, 
even if they really are just going to like retrieve their bodies, they're like, we're going after Battaglia. We're just going going in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So they, they end up trying to use sailor planet attack on her, which does not work. Right. Uh, And so then they're like, all right, the only thing we can do is use the power that generates when we transform, which is something we actually saw in the sailor Mars episode where that's how they located uh, sailor moon when she went into like the dark kingdom dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there like sailor moon transform and then, Mercury was able to pinpoint where she mm-hmm. was and teleport to her. Right. Um, <clears throat> so we've already established that, like, there is a bunch of energy that's, like, generated when they transform. Right. Basically, what ends up happening in this episode is that, so they try to fight Metalia. It doesn't work out. They talk about how they can use their powers to, basically, they want to send their powers to the princess <clears throat> to awaken her because she is the only one who can use the silver crystal. Right. And as far as we know, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, though, once again, in Crystal, I feel like they're like, she's not dead. And they tell Metalia, they're like, she isn't dead. Right. Um, but again, a- as you'd say, Lola, that that could very easily be denial. Mm-hmm. But um, there also could be a part of them, because mm-hmm. they're so connected to her, that like senses that, yeah, that they know. She's yeah, like, that she's... I, f- I would feel it if she were gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, which is sort of something that we see where they're all like having their memories of her yeah. after Metalia like knocks them all out. And it's like, them having memories of her being kind and encouraging and loving and, you know, bringing out the best in them that they go, she's not dead right. because we can hear her mm-hmm. and we know that she is okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I really liked how like her like spirit like materialized in the <laughs> air and she grabbed hands with Sailor Venus and yeah. then like she disappeared and Venus had the sword. So cool. Which had been yeah. like swallowed up with the Prince and Princess right. by Metalia. So it was, right. it was, Pretty awesome. I love that sword. Um, and then they all like put their power into mm-hmm. the sword and like yeah. send it to her. And basically, yeah. you know, they say that to lay down their transformation pens is to sacrifice their own right. lives. And uh, they're all like, this is what we got to do yeah, now. We we're going to, because ideas. basically they're like, we're going to sacrifice our own lives mm-hmm. in hopes that all of our life energy will revive the princess so she can save everyone. Ah, I see. Yeah. And it's wor- it's worth it to save the it's, planet. Yeah, it's worth it to save the planet. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. And yeah. then, oh, here's the interesting thing. Uh, so we find, so Usagi is not dead. Nope, she's and not. And she wakes up and everything in the weird Metallia Nega, world. Nega yeah. space, whatever. <laughs> Nega um, world. And she mm-hmm. finds out that the reason she's not dead is because uh, the sword hit the watch. The watch. We can shatter diamonds with this fucking sword, but we can't break a watch. Listen, this watch is forged hey. of pure love to that quote, like, spans mm, generations. To quote a great <laughs> philosopher, that's the power of love. <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah. Okay, yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, you disgust will, me. I will agree; it's a little um, unbelievable. However, there is also the whole thing with the watch, and like, I, I mean, this is something we see actually in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon with the watch. That like, when she gets her life back and is able to like return to the world that she recreated the watch starts ticking again. Yeah. So like there is some sort of magical principle oh, about the watch, okay, but, fine. but no, it's, I, I will agree. It's a little silly. Well, and then, and then she has a moment where she realizes that like her friends have all basically sacrificed themselves to awaken her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm alone. I'm the, o- I'm the only one that's left. Yeah. But even still 
when like Metalia's dark forces try to like envelop her, she's still like fighting tooth and nail being like, I have to get out of here. I have to get myself out of here. I have to get Mamoru out of mm-hmm. here or I'm going to get swallowed up. Yeah. Um. So she does. She grabs the silver crystal and it transports them down to the surface of the North Pole, I guess. Because yeah. that, that is where they were. Right. Um, at D point. And then we end on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. for act 13. I know. Well, f- well, she does first realize that mama is alive. Right. 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 Um, which the reason that he lived made no sense in crystal. It made perfect sense in the manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically in the manga, the Shitano have all been dead for a long time. Right. They all get picked off one by one by the sailor senshi. Right. And Mamoru actually carries, the and, stones. As, and it's previously been established that he carries the stones in his right. pocket. Right. He carries his dead friend's dead bodies yep. around. In his yep. pocket. In stone form. <laughs> and yeah, and he gets stabbed <laughs> corpses. where the stones are. Right. And that protects him. Mm-hmm. The same thing happens in Crystal, but I'm like, how did the stones get in his yeah, pocket? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Magic. I guess that when the Shitano got killed by Metalia, they just like materialized into his pocket. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> you know, it's just like we were saying about like the Senshi, like having really strong bonds with Sailor Moon. So like they knew like <laughs> we would feel an emptiness if she was dead. Like the Shitano are just like so bonded. Yeah. They're like, man, <laughs> to if, I, and if I die, I hope I show up in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. That's legit. And they did. Yeah. There's like a pen in there and some gum. Yeah. <laughs> Then, well, if they got hungry later. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But yeah, then the stones like shatter and the like Jedi Jedi ghosts of the Shitano shop. Oh, Mamoru's blind in the manga when he was. Yeah, he is. I actually really like that they cut that in Crystal because there was no payoff to it. It literally made no sense except to be like, why is he Rochester from Jane Eyre all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) I'm blind. Why? I don't know. I don't know, but don't worry. In the next five minutes, we'll be be happily ever after with a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Also, does any time... I don't, I'm such a big old softy. Anytime someone who is dead appears mm-hmm. and is like, hey, friend. Oh, I know. You know what? Like, it's been rough, but you got a ways to go yet. Yeah. Anytime any ghost shows up and is like, you're not done yet, you've got something to do, I lose my fucking <laughs> yeah. mind. Oh, and Kunzite's the one who tells him how to defeat Metalia. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Oh, so man. beautiful. I lost my goddamn mind. Uh, I just really wish we had gotten more she to know Agreed. in Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice. I just really need them to come back. <laughs> you want a she to know spinoff series. I, I would absolutely watch slash read slash Ooh. play that video game. <laughs> slash write the slash fiction. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? I mean. <laughs> so, oh, you know what we... Um, <clears throat> The the Luna thing. Have oh, we talked well that, about that? Happens that was in, in the next 14. episode. Yeah. So so basically, as Kelby was saying, like episode thirteen ends on a cliffhanger where uh, the Shitano tell Mamaru how you can defeat Metalia. He looks at Sailor Moon, who's using the silver crystal, and she's really struggling against mm-hmm. Queen Metalia. But the moon stick turns into like this giant scepter. Oh, oh, oh cool! Oh, it's full on Nico from Runaways. Yeah, it's yeah, super it is, awesome. It is. It, it, oh, man. Oh, yeah. God. And then it's the silver, really and the silver, silver crystal in its like flower form is sitting like right uh, in, in the scepter. And that's it's, like, my fave. Ah! That's my fave. So yeah, it ends literally with her and Metalia having a showdown and we don't know how it ends. So mm-hmm. then uh, act 14 picks up. And right where we left off. Literally right where we left yeah. off. And then the badass battle music starts playing. Yeah. 
it's like it's like it's like Crystal, the guys who did or the music the musicians who write the music yeah. for Crystal were like, hey, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, guys, let's be real. Mm-hmm. That Deke dub they had the right idea. With the music? Yeah. Yes. I feel yeah. like all the musicians in Crystal like had a meeting and they were like Guys, let's be, let's be honest with ourselves, the, okay? The, the Americans did one <laughs> the thing. The Americans right. did one thing right, and it was the music. So mm-hmm. I brought in the sweet ass guitarist from the Attack on Titan soundtrack. He's gonna lay down some some sick licks, and, yeah. and we're gonna do this right this time. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, I did write down that at the beginning of uh, episode fourteen, Tuxedo Mask says, "Believe in yourself." Yes, I wrote that down too. Yes. He actually says it. He actually says it. But it's like. It comes from a really loving, genuine place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's but still every yeah. time, every time that Tuxedo well, Mask says "Believe yourself" and, in the show, I just and crack one up. of the things that I really, really like about the way that this story arc of the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal end is so much of it is about the partnership between yeah. Mamoru and Usagi. Um, where and once again, he is in the more like. Feminine, feminine supportive yeah. role. She is the active role, and he's the. If you run out of your own strength, you can have mine. Mm-hmm. Like he says that, and it's a, it's really beautiful. It's really good. Yeah, and we see them. We see them as like a team. Yeah, yeah. They're a team, and then the Je- Jedi go Sailor Senshi are a team. I know. Yeah, and then everybody's love well, combined. Because, exactly. Well, because we see exactly we see their love combined. We see their the the, the friendship deceased love. Senshi friendship yeah. love all combined, and it combines into the sword and the power of the silver crystal, and it all goes up to the moon where Luna is in the crystal chamber, right. and she is like praying as Queen Serenity told her to do mm-hmm. for the power of the moon to like rescue. The her, earth. to rescue the earth and to yeah. rescue her princess who she loves there's um, a whole lot of love going yeah, on yeah there's there's a lot of love feel like literally they defeat Queen Medallia with the power of love and not the Huey Lewis in the news sort of way but like strongly disagree <laughs> in the in the sweet sweet pop song from Sailor Moon R kind of way yeah like you got to believe yes, got to believe in the power of love that's such that a good way. one it's that way so good and <laughs> Luna uh, this was not in the manga. No. Uh, this was added in Sailor Moon Crystal that she we see her as human form yeah. Luna for Which, just a from moment. The, from the Sailor Moon S movie. Yeah, and we, I mean, we see her in the manga, too. Yeah, in the art, like the, right? Is it only in the art or does she no, actually no, no, show no. up? Yeah, she, Artemis, and Diana all... They become human in the manga. Yeah, for a little while in Super oh, okay. S. In Super nice. S. I loved it. I did, I too. did, too. I also loved when she, like, turned back, because she didn't know. She had no yeah, idea that it no happened. Yeah, Artemis And Artemis it. is like, you looked really sacred right then, which I totally interpreted him as being like, how can I tell you you looked super hot without <laughs> sounding like a creep? <laughs> Baby, you look so good praying to the moon. <laughs> I was really inspired <laughs> and by inspired i mean turned on yeah <laughs> uh and then i wrote that so basically metalia gets demolished right. and then the moon kingdom gets restored and let me tell you guys those fake hugger fountains never looked better because they don't look anything like face huggers they don't look like face huggers <laughs> it looks Thank like God. it looked like <laughs> when the castle at the end of beauty and the beast yeah goes back to what it's supposed to oh, look like yeah. That was exactly what it was like. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Uh, and then uh, Usagi seems a little bit dead at this point because yeah, because the sparkles <laughs> went out of her eyes. The sparkles went out of her eyes, and the the pendant on her chest broke. Yeah, and she collapsed. 
the silver crystal's fine though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the silver crystal didn't kill her. No. Um, using the power of it like exhausted her and. Right. I don't really think she's dead, but Mamoru goes around kissing unconscious chicks once again. Yeah. Uh, except this time, it's I guess it's just cute. Yeah, I really did like Yeah, that. I mean, the last I time mean, she was passed out, this time she's, like, expended energy, like, yeah. serious battle. Well, and also, they, they, their relationship is well established This is true. No, this, this is point. absolutely true. And and this so. is also the trope of, like, waking the sleeping princess. Right. Um, and, uh, which I didn't mind at all. I've always liked that image. Like, yeah. Like, in the, in the art, in the 90s, just the, him in his... Tuxedo in her, like I know, just in her school uniform. And her yeah, and, and I loved it, and I and I loved too the like flash of like when she first woke up, and like for a moment we see them as Prince Endymion and yeah. um, Princess Serenity, and then when she goes in to like hug him, they turn back to their normal selves because they're accepting both of themselves oh, and then being yeah. together. It's and so good. Well, which is. That where this episode kind of ends, where like they go to the moon mm-hmm. and you know, the vision of Queen Serenity that's in the Eternity mainframe, yeah. like the computer on the planet, like the hologram of her, like appears and is like, Yay, you saved the kingdom. Now you're here to rule the moon. And she's like, No, no, mom, I figured it out. Like, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be Usagi. I want to live my life on the earth. And now I have a chance to live life the way that I wanted to, where mm-hmm. you know, the people I care most about are. See, this is this is uh, like one of the only exceptions to the thing that I, I hate. Completely oh, I completely agree the with thing you. That I yeah. I've, I've talked about the, it before. It's it's the the thing of I'm in a magical place. Mm-hmm. I've discovered who I am. There's a hot guy. You're going to stay here forever, right? No, no. <laughs> I have to go home cuz my mom will miss me and I have to go to college. Yeah. It's listen. I got a math <sighs> test tomorrow morning. Yeah. So. Like, no, don't go. Stay yeah. on the magical world. This, this is different yeah. because she has a sense of responsibility, and because well, she's creating a new kingdom yes. on Earth. And mm. the other big thing is, she says, "I have to continue protecting the yeah. Earth." She's not saying, "I want to go be a normal mm. girl." No, Mm-mm. not she's at all. Saying, I have a destiny. It's totally yeah. the opposite of what happens in the '90s anime, where when she's dead and we just hear the voiceover of her voice, and she's like, "I just want." to have a normal life to fall in love and eat ice cream and go to the mall and text my friends <laughs> like <laughs> this is her literally being like you know i i have a duty to yeah. protect the earth well, now. and it's it's the that's per- where the people are and it's the perfect blend of of her accepting her life as usagi but also accepting her life as the princess absolutely because even if she took the life as as the princess and lived on the moon it would still be her duty to protect the earth yeah, but now she's finding a way to do both of those yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, it's great. It's that whole accepting of uh, of no, you know, the dual identity. And yeah, the, you know. it's super awesome. It is. But she gets a new brooch, um, and yes. she uses the silver crystal now to transform I into love Sailor that Moon. I know, I love that brooch too. It's my favorite. So brooch. yeah, she transforms into Sailor Moon. She uses Mega Moon Healing Escalation and revives the whole Earth. <laughs> so cool. So uh, and then. We see a scene where they go back to the earth to find her friends uh, because she realizes that they're dead. Uh, I want to backtrack to how she realizes that they're all dead. Oh, yeah. Which is that she and and Mamoru have their joyful reunion. They're Mm -hmm. like, yay, we're together. We're meant to be together, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and then Mamoru And she's like, oh, no, where are my friends? He's like, don't worry, I'll find them for you, babe. (laughs) A la Walker, Texas Ranger style, like puts his hands on the ground. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a hobbit laid here. His hands were bound. But no, really though. He, I'm sorry. I thought that was it amazing. Is cool. No, it is cool. I just make jokes because I'm uncomfortable with emotion. <laughs> but like, it, yeah, he puts his hands on the ground and because he's, you know, the earth prince and mm-hmm. he has his own yeah, he's form the, of he's magic. A, he's the sailor guardian of the earth, yeah, basically. he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody needs to make that <laughs> Um Well, here's the funny thing. Um, one of like the tropes of fan art, of Sailor Moon fan art, is that there's so many people who at some point in their life were like, there's no Sailor yeah. Earth. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. draw a Sailor Earth. When it's like, no dum-dums. Right. And Endymion is, Sailor is Earth. the guardian yeah. of Earth. Yeah. You dummies. <laughs> I was one of those dummies, though. I, I did draw a Sailor Earth for a long for a while as a, teen- as like a it's, teenager. It's but a then thing. I figured it's it a, out. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. It's Never like a mind. rite of passage yep. just to do that. Yeah. Kind so, of. yeah, she finds out that all her friends are dead, but then when she uses Moon Healing Escalation, they all get revived, and it's awesome. And then there's a scene where she's reunited with them. And in the manga, like, it goes down the same way in the manga, but a lot of the time in the manga, the backgrounds weren't, like, super-duper yeah, clear. Yeah. So what Crystal has done a few times is taken imagery directly out of Pretty Guardian Sailor mm-hmm. Moon, and that's what they did in the ending They here. met on the bridge. They met on the bridge, and it was the four of them already on the bridge, because in the and a pretty guardian they all convene on the bridge yeah and literally it's her running up the bridge yelling everyone yeah and, and then they hug it, it out was exactly and they the all same. fall into a big pile and hug and, and they cry and, and then like, mamaru just like walks up and is like sup guys hey guys sup guys yeah except he doesn't have a it motorcycle just, and crystals feels, it feels so genuine because it feels like you'd be mm-hmm. like i love you and i missed you and also oh my god we were dead like uh-huh. holy shit how great is it that we're not dead anymore yeah it's great and 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 the girls all agree they're like we're a team and we're gonna go on protecting the princess and the earth forever like there's no yay now we're gonna live peacefully forever no it's like we got work to do yeah, yeah. they they know it's not over yeah um and uh and then we and in usagi says let's all go home together mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and then it's like yay, yay normal life normal life. life i wrote i wrote everyone enjoys peace and snacks mm-hmm. yeah and snacks and then, and then ray, ray sees has a the face in the flames and uh then the next story arc starts up right. so um we'll uh we'll we'll talk about that when we get into the next yeah. story arc of, of Sailor Moon, the Black and Moon clan. Um, yeah, but it's a it's a great happy ending. And as I said, like it it really is basically identical to the mm-hmm. ending of the, the very ending shot of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Now, where we left off in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon was that Usagi had just killed Mamoru yep. with Metalia inside of him. Yeah. And... One of the big plot points, of course, in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is this whole dual nature of Usagi Sailor Moon versus Princess, Princess Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. And she really can't control Princess Sailor no, Moon. No, it's the Avatar state. Totally. Uh, so, yeah. But this is the thing that was a little confusing to me, was Mamaru died, and then all of a sudden all the girls were in a cave with Queen Beryl. Yeah, I'm I not know, really yeah. sure how we they were got on there. A field. Yeah, they were in the field yeah. of the the field of foot explosions. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden we were in Barrel's cave. cave. I this is me giving them the benefit of the doubt and overthinking it. Mm-hmm. I think they just lost the location. <laughs> uh, however, <laughs> That's actually probably accurate. Here was what what my brain told mm-hmm. me it was: is it that the field was like. A manifestation of like what Beryl wanted them to see and what Vitalia wanted them to see. Okay. And then when shit started to go south, it just sort of like the screensaver yeah. switched. Oh. Well, I mean, Metalia is not around to generate that image anymore. That's right. 
Okay. That that's was where you. that's okay. where I went with it. I is buy it, it. Was, good for you. I buy whoever it. was setting you. the backgrounds yeah. just flipped it back to the default setting because okay. the mm-hmm. the meadow switch right. yep. broke. Nice. Yeah. So they end up in the cave. Yeah. And then Beryl comes out in a flourish of ruffly taffeta mm-hmm. and is like, Well, guess what you did? <laughs> You done fucked up. Yeah. I and and I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, but that conversation she has with the princess where she's like, Why do you always take everything from me? Yeah. It's just uh, so good. I love all the barrel time we get in, in Pretty she's Guardian. She's so cool. The in, best in Pretty Guardian. The best villains are people that you can see their point. Yeah. yeah. And she she's right. She's totally she's right. She's like, you were rich, you were powerful, you had everything, and this time you took everything from me, including Metallia. You're the bad guy. Yeah. And you're like, I can see how you would feel yeah, that way. Yeah. I can totally see how you'd feel that way. And the other thing is, too, that it's like, I feel like this barrel is almost a little more self-aware where she knows that like Metalia is, is bad. Yeah. She knows it's bad. Yeah. And she's like, but you know what? It's the thing that's making me powerful. It's enabling me to, you know, acquire things I might not otherwise be able to get. Mm-hmm. And you're even taking away like the bad thing. Right. Yeah. Like, it, you couldn't even leave me my kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I was man. finally oh, a queen. So much feeling. <laughs> Which we see later when she says, I'm tired of playing mm-hmm. at being a queen. Yeah. So, even then she's like, I'm not really yeah, anything without yeah. Natalia. Yeah. But at the same time, she's still so like dignified yeah. about it. Yep. You're like, you regal kind of shit. are super yep. regal. Yeah. Well, and the thing that's like so frustrating but awesome too about this scene is that like Usagi, Sailor Moon, not listening to her. No. She's so hung up on I killed Endymion. Right. Mm-hmm. Which Usagi would do yeah. to save the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Princess Serenity, very different no. person from Usagi. She is not the like happy, lighthearted, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she, Usagi. She's a tough when, princess. When Usagi gets, has bad things happen to her, she fights through it. Right. She adapts. She grows. Princess Serenity was like so happy and la 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 carefree, mm. and then the love of her life gets murdered, and she just switches. Yeah, she and loses it. She totally loses it and destroys the entire universe, which is what happened in the Silver Millennium in the Pretty Guardian universe right. of Sailor Moon. Um, and uh, and consequently, when the princess takes over, she's not some like regal noble i'm here to save everybody princess she's like i will destroy this world mm-hmm. and now that endymion's dead there's no reason for this world to exist right i'm going down yep. you're all going with me yep exactly <laughs> so she kind of becomes the big bad guy for yeah, this episode so yeah, she does. kind of right yeah she is kind of right yep she totally is she's like you took everything from me and now you're gonna take everything from everybody else too yeah you're the bad one mm-hmm. and i think that uh when, when when she says that, uh, all of the other senshi like gather around her, and mm-hmm. Jupiter like gets this really defensive look, but she also has this moment of like, oh, fuck, she's, she's right, kind of right. Though. Yeah, this yeah, is, this is true. Well, and so then uh, Princess Sailor Moon tries to kill Queen Beryl, but then Little Ricky shows up, and they like teleport oh, away to safety. Ricky. I know. I I really like the ending of his <laughs> oh, story. We'll get, there. we'll get there. Mom, um, what's happening, mm, Mom? 
Also, can uh, can we appreciate the same thing that I love about the costumes in Game of Thrones? Weird sideline. Um, oh, they get so dirty in this episode. Yeah. These yeah. girls wear when they're in their civilian clothes, mm-hmm. they're like wearing cute girly clothes. Yeah. When they're in their their uniforms, they're wearing white and they're fighting in a cave. They get. To get filthy. filthy. I know, and it's awesome. It it's cool. totally awesome. So cool. At um, one point, Mercury puts up her hands, and it's just caked mm, with yeah. dirt. Yeah. So they pursue the princess who has attacked them at this point, and the princess starts generating her dancing yoma. kabuki sheiks. Listen, they kind of all look like Moonlight Knight wearing like Majora's mask. That's what I'm saying. Like- <laughs> They're dancing kabuki sheiks. Princess yeah. putties. Yep. Yep. I'm um, I'm saying dancing kabuki sheiks. Final it works. O- final offer. I'll okay. take it. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm still gonna vote for Moonlight Knight because it was a Sailor Moon R. Thing. Yeah, but Moonlight Knight is dressed <laughs> like a chic. He is, you know. I know. And they've got the weird kabuki mask. I like to think of it as an homage to Moonlight Knight. Anyway, sure. Um, so. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for the great Princess Putty debate. Uh, <laughs> the contestants have taken to their podiums. The, the crowd great, has been hushed. The great they, Princess Putty, Putty debate of 2015. <laughs> the decision. Yeah. This this decision will affect how people reference a pretty guardian minor villain <laughs> for literally minutes to come. <laughs> It's true. Uh, they only show up this one time. It's very true. But then in the in the midst of their um battle with the princess putties, they uh they their tambourines turn into badass weapons. So cool. And who gets two tambourines? <gasps> Sailor Mars has Fuck. hers. And, and Sailor Venus is. It's so good. I'm so mad. <laughs> and by mad, I mean like I was touched mm-hmm. and it made me feel things and that made me even more mad because I don't do feelings very well. It was great. Like when she pulled out two, I was like, why does she have two? Yeah, and then you see and the then Venus they close symbol. close up on it and it's the fucking Venus symbol. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck mm-hmm. off. Like I was so mad. I f- and, I, uh, and, and I cried a little. I mm-hmm. feel like, like Venus's last act while alive was to like will her weapons to like Sailor Mars when I Mars so needs you go to Mars yeah. girlfriends it's so good they're in love damn they it they are they are yeah. they are in I lesbians mean, with I each other I was gonna say uh, <laughs> in literal <laughs> lesbians literally that's yeah. love that is that is romantic yeah I mean much as much as I uh, am a Senshi Shitano shipper in Pretty Early in Sailor Moon I am full on like Mars Venus crazy. Yeah. Yep. Like it's it's a it's a serious, serious thing. And I I cried so much the first time I saw this episode and she had both of their tambourines oh. and their weapons. Um, which uh spoilers uh is the opposite in the um the special act, the one where they're getting married. Oh. oh. Because in it, the story is Sailor Mars gets injured. Like she's the first person to get attacked mm. by the Yoma in it. And she gets hurt and she's in the hospital for the whole thing because I think the actress was actually filming um, Fast and the Furious at the time. (laughs) Um, So she wasn't really available to do too much for it. So they like wrote in this injury and in that Sailor Venus fights with both of their weapons. It's a good callback. It's a really good callback. Uh, yeah so moving on basically the whole episode is about their showdown with the princess Yoma to try to get to the princess in time to stop her from destroying the planet meanwhile we get a final scene with Beryl with the dark kingdom crumbling around her and And this is where she says that you know she's done being a fake queen so she removes the brainwashing from little Ricky it starts with her thinking she's alone she's Mm -hmm. watching her kingdom fall apart someone comes up behind her Mm -hmm. she's like whoa who who the fuck is here I'm alone nobody likes me she turns around it's little Ricky Mm -hmm. and he's like we need to go. And she's like, 
no, we're not gonna go. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm here for you. And she's like, I'm tired of these games. I'll take my power back because I know you don't really love me. And he, she takes power back and he's like, whoa. And she's like, oh. So she turns around to look back at her kingdom. She's like, what? Well, you're still here. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, I pick you. I'm staying with you, mom. I'm staying with you. You're my, you're my master. And she gets, she looks at him and she just like, kind of like lets it go for a minute. Where she know. just warms up and she reaches out to him. Yeah. And, and they, he smiles and reaches out to her hands. and they almost hold hands. And, and then, then everything came lost. in. Yeah. Cave in. He makes, he's like, this is my choice. Yeah. I know. It's I, you. I would like to point out that all the rock effects are way better than the last airbender movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So much better than earthbending. <laughs> In the last airbender movie. In the movie. last airbender movie. Not the Actual series. Actual airbending. That. Earthbending, which no, is really cool. Freaking amazing, yeah. Yeah. actually. But all of um, the like CGI falling rocks in this episode. Yeah. Ten times better than the last airbender Completely movie. Completely agree. Uh, yeah, so little Ricky uh, chooses to stay with Queen Beryl. The girls are fighting Princess Sailor Moon. She knocks them all out because she's finally progressed to this single rock platform she apparently needs to be on. Apparently she needs to be on that particular rock slab to destroy the earth. And no, we don't know why. We We don't know why. There's no explanation. I I can't even begin to come up with one. Yeah, there's no reason. So she ascends into the sky. She gets like eternal Sailor Moon wings and like flies up. Right, but they're just her... it's but literally her skirt just like expands into some wings it's kind of strange and they're uneven yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. the animators they they put all their effort into animating the falling rocks so i don't think that was animation i really think that was straight up they put longer ribbons and held them out on wires i think Uh, that's legit i'm pretty sure (laughs) that's legit uh so she uses her power and she destroys the entire universe she straight up does it yep she wipes out the place she destroys the universe uh and we see each of the senshi individually die and call out her name Uh, like as they struggle it's it's really pretty sad (laughs) pretty heavy yeah uh and then cut to she's like alone on a like desert planet, yeah, like, like a all, like, all of a sudden she's something. on like Tatooine. It's like yeah. the ruins of the world. It remind okay, um, yeah. What it reminds me of is um in Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, if you I read- was gonna say something different. <laughs> I was gonna say Never Ending Story. That too. Sure, but um if you read the uh, Magician's Nephew, which is like mm-hmm. the prequel, yeah, um, I've read that they one. go to a different world. Mm-hmm. They go to this like for the mm-hmm. wood between the worlds, and they go to this other world, um that is a dying world. And it's called Charn, and then they and it's through a pool and they, they come back out and like other adventures and they come back and they're like, where was that pool? Where's Charn? And they look for it. And all there is, is just this depression in the ground where a pool would be. And it's just full of dust because Charn has died. And I liked the idea that like the final state of a dead world is just like sand and dust. And the fact that like the world is like Tatooine now because everything is just like gone, gone. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I like or it. like everything mm-hmm. got killed and turned into that sand. Yeah. And it's just like that's the everybody that's and everything. Just, oh. it, to be super macabre. That's maybe that's yeah. people. Yeah, no, I'm I, I think so. I was thinking that too. 
Oof. Uh, and she's like, I destroyed everything. What have I done? Because basically, like, once she actually destroys everything, it's like Usagi's consciousness is finally one with Princess Sailor Moon. Right. Yeah, I made that note, too, of this. It takes this for her to able to uh, kind of join or mm-hmm. meet halfway with the princess. Because mm-hmm. it's her. It's Usagi's consciousness yep. in the princess body yep. with the princess power. Totally. And the princess Absolutely. Um, But then the, like... Then Mamaru's there too, yeah. for some reason. Because well, sure, because sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he needed to be for like everything else. The to ending happen. of this episode, yeah. Uh, so she's like, I and I, I like that her first thing was it wasn't even like, oh, I, I did a terrible thing. It was specifically that she failed. let him down. Yeah. She failed in her promise to him. She promised him she wouldn't destroy the earth, and she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, he, they hug it out. and they hug it out and he's like listen you still have the silver crystal we can fix it we yeah. can fix this but if you do we might probably yeah. yeah we're probably going to be trading our lives for the lives of everyone else it was it was also very symbolic that they were dressed as Endymion and the princess but they were <laughs> calling each other Usagi and Mamoru yeah. because it's that also is them meeting in the middle where they're yeah. like we're all the things the acceptance yeah. of it all yeah. yeah and then they smooch with a strategic placement of the epaulette yeah. so you don't see lips yeah. kiss another lips and then they wander the ruins of the earth and they like get engaged yeah they like have a uh, they have an apocalypse <laughs> wedding yeah they do <laughs> what happened it was like she takes the ring off hands it to him and he puts it back on yeah yeah Yeah, she's wearing that ring when she's princess sailor moon yeah Yeah. so they just took it off and put it back on again yep Yep. that's exactly what straight up apocalypse wedding yep and then uh she uses the power of the silver crystal and the two of them die of hand holding yes they do (laughs) while holding the watch again well while holding the watch too and uh the earth uh Reforms. reforms and it picks up where it was it's not like the time yeah. starts over again. No, 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 yeah. It's like everything just mm. resets back to but before they became minus Minus, minus Usagi, Usagi and Mamoru. Yeah. They never existed in yeah. this universe. It kind of reminded me of... Madoka? Madoka, but also Serial Experiments Lane. Okay. I only watched a few it's episodes we- of that. It's a weird one. It's also super heavy. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it for recreational watching. <laughs> I would prepare yourself for that before you do. But like, there's a moment at the, spoilers, whatever, it's been out for fucking 20 years. Yeah. Get with it. Um, But there's a moment at the end where like Lane kind of resets the world and she's just out of it. Yeah. And everybody kind of like is yeah. better off because of it. It's also very mm-hmm. Donnie Darko too, if you think about it. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. But the, the thing that was, that reminded me, and I mean, this was before Madoka, but that was sort of similar to Madoka was like, you almost get the impression in Madoka that like, if people had been able to remember her, like maybe she would have been able to come back and yeah. be in that world. And that's exactly how Mamoru and Usagi come get back, back into yeah. this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that's great is that even though like Sailor Venus didn't die in the final moment, she also gets revived Yay. and she doesn't have glamour cancer anymore. Yeah. She, Yay. Usagi brought her back. Yeah. yeah. She didn't um, die. And so then they're all going on with their lives. And as we enacted at the beginning of this podcast, they all have moments where they like, recall wait a second i think i'm forgetting right. something and they're like oh usagi what and then they all go running to the bridge and it's the same thing as Sailor crystal Yay. except that mamaru is on a motorcycle in a in a park um, in a park yes yeah. yeah. he's not on the bridge he's just chilling in a park it's on a motorcycle. uh it's kind of like um the moment in season mm-hmm. t- three mm-hmm. of dr hill where everybody in the world mm-hmm. says the doctor's name oh yeah 
and that's what brings him back because yeah. everybody's thinking about totally. him. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and and Mamoru too in this. Um, when uh, they're having their moment of like being able to come back to the world, uh, it's the Shitano who like release him back into existence. Oh, yeah, because exactly because she hears because they all remember her, right. and she's and he's because like the princess people says, remember as long you. as people remember uh, remember you, you can live. You can live, and, and he's it, like, well, no one remembers me, so I'm boned. And they're like, we do. Yeah. yeah. Well, here and this this brings me to one thing that I wanted to say actually about Little Ricky's like decision mm-hmm. is that. Maybe this is just my interpretation of it, but I feel like throughout Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, like when they start getting their memories back, like it feels to me that Jedi actually remembers their past pretty clearly. Yeah. But he is denying it because he has done all of these terrible things that yeah. he, Jedi, would never do. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that. When before. he was possessed, exactly. So I think in that final moment with Beryl. It's not really that like he's choosing Beryl per se, but it's that he's like, no, 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 I remember. And I have made the choice to live with my choices, even though they yeah. weren't my choices. I, I also think that it's a moment of like acknowledging that like you're, you need a friend too. Yeah. And I, as a knight, mm-hmm. I'm going to protect a totally, queen totally. in our last moment. Totally. Yeah. But I do feel that ultimately like, Cause he like he talks the most in this scene where they are reunited yeah. with uh, mm-hmm. with Endymion and, and they give him his life that, back and yeah, he holds up the really holds up cheap the, Swami he holds painting up, he holds up the Erica painting oh the Erica painting yes <laughs> the witch the witches uh, couldn't keep uh, him in the painting yeah no. so somewhere somewhere like a grown woman <laughs> just falls out of the sky with like a milk pail and is like holy fucking shit <laughs> where's Barbara <laughs> there was yeah. a guy in there with me yeah. and then like random ducks kind of fall yes she's like my babies. <laughs> So yes, the Shitano give Mamoru his life back. Everybody goes back to the earth and they there's a happy out on a bridge. They hug it out on a bridge and there's happy uh, music. And- I also had I also had like a moment where um because when when they're all hugging mm-hmm. it out on the bridge, like Usagi's in like a, a super awesome like English outfit, and I was like, oh that's that is that is her she would make an entrance in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mamoru has a motorcycle, and I decided in my head that it was like one of those state farm commercials, like where, as they were flying through space, <laughs> they're like going back to earth. I want a great outfit. Uh, we're about to land in reality. We're in the land of Oh, ocean. yeah. I want a cool motorcycle. Right. Hey. <laughs> Can I get a hot tub? Can I get a hot tub? <laughs> like, as they were falling through yeah. and they're like, oh, we're about to land, like, really cool stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if we're just going to start conjuring wishes out of thin air, <laughs> might as well. Can I get a hot tub? <laughs> Um, yeah, and that is how Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon ends forever, except the special act, which we'll talk about at some point. But that's gonna... That's it, man. That's gonna end us talking about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon in the, like, main content of this podcast, which I'm a little sad about. I know. It's gonna be Um, so weird. There was also this book. uh, First of all, uh, my friend Liz lent me this book. Um, It is an unauthorized... uh, She got it on Amazon back in the day. It's called Warriors of Legend, Reflections of Japan and Sailor Moon. And it's just a book of like weird little essays and Mm. like uh, where where explaining the origins of certain things. But one of the things they talk about in this book that I hadn't thought about that made me start almost crying is um, whenever we see in Sailor Moon a world being destroyed. Mm-hmm. It is always mm-hmm. either resurrected through the power of friendship and love mm-hmm. to be a better version of what it was or 
people in the world who are good build a better world. And in Western society, when we see apocalypses, it's like Mad Max style. Like things yeah. don't come together. Yeah, it's total and anarchy. What's very interesting to note is that um, the only country in this world that has ever had a country oh, shit. leveled. And then rebuilt oh it. Japan. Japan was bombed. It's the only country oh. that was a like a victim of atomic bombing. Their entire country essentially psychologically and physically was leveled by a power and, and they rebuilt itself and that is and why in oh their world wow. when things go oh. wrong people come together to make it better and they're the, that's why they do that because in in the western world we're like oh things would just suck and in yeah. japan they're like oh if something destroyed the entire world that we love Oh, well, we know what that's like. Mm -hmm. So basically, when the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm getting on the first plane to Japan. Because they're going to be ready. Yeah, they're going to be ready. Uh, yeah, that's why it, if you look at oh, Japanese man. apocalypse, there's always Neo-Tokyo's, New Tokyo. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in America, it's like the city's yeah, even, just shit. Even in like Akira and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Neo-Tokyo. Because yep. Japan oh, knows what man. it's like to lose everything and rebuild. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, and that ends up happening in the Sailor Moon world, basically. In mm -hmm. the next story arc, we learn that like something devastated the entire world, but like Sailor Moon and company used their powers yeah. to like save everything and she became literally queen of the entire world in Crystal Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So it's it's That's Japan. So cool. Yeah. I read that and I got I got chills. Aww. Like that is how Japan translates this thing that happened into a better future. All right, nobody cool. nobody look at me. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Yeah. Japanese apocalypses are awesome. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh my god! It's well, tragic yeah. And it's well, I mean, and I, and I almost think that that's something we see in a lot. Uh, once again, like more Japanese stories, magical girl stories. Totally, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like in Madoka, like Valpurgis Snacht was gonna destroy everything, did destroy everything, mm -hmm. but Madoka used her wish to fix the universe. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then even when she became the most powerful witch mm -hmm. and was gonna take out the universe. Sorry, right. spoilers if you haven't watched Madoka. Yeah. Get on that, though. We've talked about it all the time. I can't believe you haven't watched yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, when she, you know, consequentially becomes like the most powerful witch in the entire universe and it's going to take it out, she comes and mm -hmm. fixes it. Because she's, yeah. she's hope personified at this point. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. And I mean, and it's also like in uh, in Revolutionary Girl Utena as well. Mm -hmm. It's very, once again, yeah. it's similar to the ending of that of like, no, 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 like, She's not gone. She just doesn't exist in your world anymore because mm -hmm. your view of the world is this narrow, male-dominated society. Mm -hmm. uh, she became a So car. good. The well, that's in the movie. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. that's in the movie. That's not the ending of <laughs> yeah. the anime series. Right. No, I, it's uh, that, yeah, no, that floored me. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I put two and two together and was like, that, is why their version of things involves the world being rebuilt because they did. They did that. Oh, and we me, man. we have no concept mm -mm. as a, a, a you know like we've had we have we've had 9/11, we had Pearl Harbor. Yeah, um, yeah the um, Oklahoma City people, bombing. People, the yeah. Oklahoma City bombing, like we've had it in small doses, but the the psyche of the people right. has mm -hmm. never had that right wow. so uh yeah they that i think that you'll notice that in a lot of of right. their stuff like you see that narrative mm -hmm. yeah so it's like in sailor moon we get crystal tokyo in 
<laughs> the United States of America, we get like Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas, Walking Dead. The 100. Dead. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Well, I don't think we can get any more profound than that. So I think wow. that's a Duty man. great note to end this episode of the podcast. But on. Uh, Lola, where can we find you on the internet if we want to stalk you? Oh my gosh, if you would like to pester me with all of your love and attention, uh, I can be found on Tumblr and on Twitter at at Unwinona. That is U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Think Winona Ryder with an un. Mm -hmm. Super. Kelby? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity, as in for realsies, uh, as in the genuine article. And then on Tumblr, I am. Oh, and in, and also Instagram, femininity, just the like one word, like Madonna. Also, <laughs> but less facelifts. Super. Oh, um, and uh, we got pins, y'all. Yeah, we do. We do. We, we, do, we do. Just wanted to mention that mm. we got some pins. Yeah. So if you want to get at those, you can tweet at any of us. Uh, you can tweet at me at Emma Fife. It's just my yeah. name. It's my Twitter handle. We'll be setting uh, up a uh, store soon. I'm also uh, on Instagram at Emma Fife, and there's an Emma Fife Facebook page and Pinterest. It's all me. Basically, if yeah. you look up Emma Fife and you see a girl with blonde short hair, that's that's me. That's <laughs> that is the actual Emma Fife who's talking on this microphone right now. Uh, you can also see me every Thursday on AfterBuzzTV.com at hosting the Face Off After Show. Ooh. We stream live at approximately 8.05 p.m., but if you, that's Pacific time, so if you live on the East Coast and that's too late for you because y'all gotta, like, work in the morning or you just don't wanna watch it live, that's also completely and totally fine. Everybody TiVo's anything these days anyway. Uh, so you can uh, watch us on YouTube and check us out on iTunes, so be sure to um, subscribe in uh, both of those locations. Uh, also be sure to subscribe to this podcast in the iTunes store and we can be found on Twitter at LNJPod. That's letter L is in love, letter N is in Nancy, J as in justice, pod is in the first part of podcast. Uh, that's all I have to say for this podcast, but Lola, you want to tell us about what you're doing where we can oh, see man. you in action these days? Hey, you know what you guys love more than theater? You love cult comedies <laughs> featuring many uh, famous people who weren't famous when they made it. I'm talking about Wet Hot American Summer, the Yay. greatest comedy that ever comedied. Uh, and there is a play of it, and I am in it, and we act on a stage. It is in Long Beach, at the Garage Theater, go to www.thegaragetheater, that's theater, R-E, not E-R, right. .org. Or just go to Google, type in Garage Theater, Wet Hot American Summer. We're literally the only people who have ever done this as a play. It's very true. Ever. Um, it is super weird. It's super great. Come check it out. Yay! <laughs> nice. So that is. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not doing anything. Did you want to? I was life. gonna say. Did you? Did you have anything you wanted to? Oh God, plug? no! I'm not doing anything Building. cool with my life. Um, I mean, uh, besides like making our merchandise, that's yeah. kind of the only thing I got going on. John Barrowman took pictures with your. Oh, Davros, that is so. true. He did, and so did. Yeah. Okay. So I made that Davros monster thing for the Doctor Who con uh, over Valentine's weekend, and uh, it got a lot of play. John Barrowman took a picture with him. Took several pictures with him. And got choked out by Davros as well. That was a fun picture. Nichelle Nichols, Miss Uhura herself, took a photo with it. Nice. And um, the original Davros performers, both of them, were there. Terry Malloy, and I 
I forget the other, the other guy's because I'm, yeah. I'm the worst Who fan in the world. Mm-hmm. But both Davroses took photos and like hung out with him, and that was pretty cool too. So rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but, is cool. But as far as current things, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I'm making merchandise for y'all. We'll have a store soon. We'll have pillows and pins and God knows what else. Party, Yay. party, party. And congratulations again to uh, oh, our, our yeah. winners who, who yeah. won stuff in our in our 100 likes campaign. You're the best. You did it. Around. We I'm did it. I'm going to bring you down. Yeah. It's great. And it's because of you that this podcast continues we love you all. Be sure you uh, tune in again for another installment of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast very soon. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.